Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Welcome to the Corona Premier Golf Show on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Presented by Corona Premier. With only 2.6 carbs and just 90 calories, it's the light beer you've been waiting for. Also presented by Edward Jones, making sense of investing. And by Erskine Park Golf Course, Elbel Park Golf Course, and Studebaker Park Golf Course. Now, here's Darren Pritchett. Well, good morning, everyone. We're back with another golf show presented by Michelob Ultra here on WSBT Radio. My name is Darren Pritchett. Of course, you have other options to listen to our program, our streaming services at WSBTRadio.com and on our free WSBT Radio app. Hope you had a terrific week. Hopefully you've had the chance to hit a few golf balls over the last couple of weekends. Hopefully the rain is done on the weekends. How many Fridays and Saturdays? The last two months, have we had some sort of precipitation? Seemed like it's tough to get the yard work done, let alone getting out and playing some golf. But hopefully this is the weekend you can enjoy a round of golf or hitting some golf balls or maybe just going out to a practice facility, chipping and putting. Anything you can do to improve your game to allow you to enjoy this great game a little more. Well, we had a fascinating watch, I thought, last weekend on television watching the second major championship of the golf season, the 2023 PGA held at a traditional, iconic golf course in Oak Hill Country Club near Rochester, New York. We laid out some information the last couple of weekends of the major championships and Ryder Cups that have been played at this golf course that was renovated over a decade ago, and I told the story last week about the four hole-in-ones on the same hole an hour and a half apart back in 1989. That hole doesn't exist anymore. It was the par 3 sixth, and now it's a 600-yard par 5 sixth hole. They redesigned the fifth hole and made it a par 3. They sort of made it like the old sixth hole, but... It's not really that close. So we couldn't enjoy history in the making once again with that hole not existing anymore. But I think we were treated to some fascinating storylines over the weekend. Let's start with the guy who won the championship. It is American Brooks Kepka. What a performance by Kepka, who nearly won the Masters back in April. He was in the final pairing on Sunday. John Rahm outplayed him on Sunday, and he was awarded his first green jacket, while Kepka, I think, was smarting a little bit, but also he wanted to learn from his mistakes at Augusta National. Well, apparently, he learned from those mistakes because for the second straight major, he was in the final pairing on Sunday, and Kepka closed the deal and picked up his third PGA Championship. He had won in 18 and 19. And to go along with two U.S. Open wins, he now has five major championships. He's in a group of 20 players to have won at least 
five majors. That is select company, still a young guy, still capable of really filling up his trophy case. But for Kepka, I think what makes this win so impressive is the fact he went through health issues, the knee injury. When you don't have your knees feeling good, it is tough to play this game, let alone play at an elite level. For a couple of years, we weren't quite sure if Brooks Kepka was going to return to form. We now know the answer. Brooks Kepka looks like the Brooks Kepka from four or five years ago when he was dominating the game of golf. Now, Kepka got off to, I wouldn't say a slow start, but not what he was looking for in round one as he put on the board a two-over par, 72. But he put that behind him, and he roared up the leaderboard in the second round, shooting a four-under par, 66. He followed that up with another four-under 66 during the third round and then played smart, steady golf on Sunday. A final round, three-under par, 67. He closed the door with a terrific approach shot out of the rough, on the par 4 16th with Victor Hovland in trouble. Kepka put a tremendous approach shot next to the pin, and Kepka would go on to win this championship by two shots. Now, he is a live golfer, and I think for a lot of fans, the fact that a live golfer won a major championship, it's disappointing. I would bet CBS, as a partner with the PGA Tour, which, of course, is not a big fan of the Live Golf Tour, which stole a lot of their great players. I'm sure CBS wasn't thrilled. I'm torn a little bit because at first, when all this happened, when you have the separation of players from the PGA Tour and joining the Saudi-backed Live Golf Tour, I was basically, the heck with those guys. They're just going for the quick payday. I can't blame them when you're offered millions and millions of dollars. I'm sure it's very difficult to turn that money down. But you have guys like Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, John Rahm, who passed on that opportunity to hit the big payday. They're going to stay on the PGA Tour. They're going to earn money each week based on their performance. That's the way it's been done for a long, long time. They want to play 72-hole golf tournaments. They don't want to be in team competitions like are on the Live Golf Tour during their 54-hole events. So I appreciate the fact those players stood true to the iconic golf tour. Does that tour need to make some changes? Yes, and they are making those on the fly, and I'm sure more changes are coming. But the players that went to Live Golf didn't want to wait around. And again, they were thrown I mean, an enormous amount of money at their feet. And I can't say, wow, I wouldn't take $70 million to stay on the PGA Tour. It's, it's a tough call. But I'm glad a lot of the great players stayed on the PGA Tour. I was a big Brooks Kepka fan when he was on the PGA Tour. Do I follow him on the Live Golf Tour? No. Do I watch Live Golf? No. In major championships, do I want to see the best players play? I do. Here's the problem. The Live Golf Tour is 54-hole events. The PGA Tour is 72-hole events. And to qualify for the majors, your performance 
gets you into those events. The World Golf Rankings, in some cases, puts you into the field for these major championships. As of right now, if you play on the Live Golf Tour, you do not get World Golf Ranking points. I'm not sure the World Golf Rankings is a perfect formula at this particular time, but it's what we have. It's what we're going with. And me personally, I have a hard time saying that live golfers playing on a watered-down tour, I mean, there's big names, but then there's players that would not be on the PGA Tour more than likely, many of them. It's watered-down events. It's only 54 holes. So how can we give points toward a major when you have those deficiencies compared to the PGA Tour that has more balanced fields? They play 72 holes like you do in a major championship. Personally, I hope we can find a compromise. Now, I don't want 50 live golf players in these major championships. I'll be honest about that. But they do house some of the best players in the world, and major championships should be the best players in the world. Brooks Kepka has put himself in position to be in majors because he has won the PGA Championship, which gets you access to the other events. So he's in great shape. You have individuals like Sergio Garcia, Ian Poulter. They're not going to be playing in majors because they are moving too far down the world golf rankings. Now, I'm not sure those two would classify as the best in the world right now. Garcia, possibly. Poulter has fallen off. But I want to see Brooks Kepka. I think we want to see Dustin Johnson compete as one of the best players in the world. Cameron Smith, the reigning Open champion. He'll be back to defend that title. And, of course, he gets access to the majors thanks to that win at the Open Championship last year. So I want to see everybody come together and play in these events. But we got to figure out a way in which you gain points, but the Live Golf Tour should not get full points for playing 54-hole events. It's just not the same. Yeah, they have some big names on their tour, but there's a major drop-off as you go further down the list. It's just not comparable to a PGA Tour event. So I don't have the perfect answer. All I know is I want to see the best in a major championship. And it seemed like there was not as much friction at the PGA Championship. There were guys from the PGA Tour talking to Live Golf Tour members. Phil Mickelson continues to tweet out stuff that's causing a stir, but he was still seen talking to some of the predominant American players on the PGA Tour. I think Dustin Johnson is still very popular. Brooks Kepka. You know, I guess from the outside looking in, he never seems like a guy that's going to chit-chat a lot. Now, maybe he has a lot of friends on the tour. We don't see it. But there's a lot of good players on the Live Golf Tour that probably should be in major championships, but it's going to be fascinating to see what's going to happen. And the other part of this is Zach Johnson is the American captain for the Ryder Cup. Will he put Brooks Kepka on his team? That will be A very intriguing decision. I think Johnson said during the PGA that Kepka has to earn his way on. 
Well, I think winning the PGA probably does that, but if we're going to get into world golf rankings or points to decide who gets on the Ryder Cup team, to me, Kepka should be a member of the American Ryder Cup team. So should Dustin Johnson. I think the American players who are on the PGA Tour would be fine with it. I'd love to get their opinion. I don't mean to speak for them, but based on the way they spent time with a couple of these players during the PGA, it seems like there are no grudges. They wish those players were still on the PGA Tour. But even with that being said, I think they can work as teammates. And I really hope that is the case because Brooks Kepka is one of the best American players right now and the best should be on the Ryder Cup team. To be continued with that particular topic. All right, Kepka wins the PGA by two over Scotty Scheffler, who's got to be kicking himself on Saturday. Didn't have his A game shot, a three over par 73. Pushed him back. He made a surge on Sunday with a five under par 65, but with Kepka shooting 67, he could only finish in a tie for second. Two shots out of the lead with that 65, he moved up three spots on the leaderboard, and he tied with Victor Hovland, who ended up with a 200 par 68 on Sunday and again finished two behind the winner, Brooks Kepka. Cam Davis, a really solid performance, 71-70-71, and then a sparkling 500 par 65 on Sunday. He ended up being... Six shots behind the leader, Kepka in fourth place. Kurt Kitayama, 30-year-old American who's 21st in the world golf rankings. He had 65 on Sunday to finish in a tie for fourth place. Another live golfer, Bryson DeChambeau. First-round lead at the PGA with a 66, 400 par, but then leveled off. Still played well, 71-70-70 for a final score of 277, a tie for fourth. Six shots off the pace. Then you had Rory McElroy posting a 69 on Sunday. He posted 69 three consecutive days to finish at minus two and a tie for seventh place. McElroy playing alongside the PGA professional Michael Block. And you would think Block would be, I guess, taking it all in playing with McElroy. And I'm sure he did, but I think McElroy had a pretty fun seat watching the PGA professional Michael Block finish in a tie for 15th, which gets him back into next year's PGA at Valhalla in Louisville. I mean, this is a remarkable story. I think we forget PGA professionals don't play golf every day. They're flipping burgers. They are cleaning golf carts. They're getting golf carts out of the shed. They're giving lessons. They're talking shop in the pro shop. If you've been around your favorite golf course and you see your PGA professional, you see all the things that they do. So it's not like he's hitting VJ Singh number of practice shots every day on the driving range. That's his job. But he got into the PGA championship as a PGA professional. And boy, did he take advantage, including the remarkable Hole-in-one on the 15th hole on Sunday, knocking it directly in the hole with a 7-iron. He couldn't believe it went in. And Roy McIlroy, I think, was excited as anyone watching this unfold. And then he needed a par on the 18th hole, his 72nd hole of the championship, 
to get into the field for next year, and he made almost an impossible up and down, including just trickling in a 12-footer for par, which gets him into the PGA next year. And then the Colonial, this week's stop on the PGA Tour in Fort Worth, offered him an exemption to play again. And why not? We talk about the people's champion. Well, he wasn't the champion, but he was the people's player. He was almost as close to us as we will see on the leaderboard for a PGA championship. Now, most of us still are not as good as PGA professionals, but you know what I mean? He was not your regular PGA Tour player, but here he was playing with the best. I mean, think about all the great players he beat last week and including the defending champion, Justin Thomas. He beat him by, what, 12 or 13 shots. He beat Jordan Spieth. He beat John Rahm, who going into last week was the number one player in the world. Now it's Scotty Scheffler. It was just a cool story. He was very humble. And the best thing I can compare it to, I mean, this isn't something that happens in other sports. The best comparison I have is when a hockey team has a couple of injured goalies. And oftentimes these pro teams in the town they're in They have kind of a practice goaltender, almost an emergency goaltender. We saw that in Toronto, I believe it was. Was it Toronto or New Jersey a couple of years ago? And played in a game and beat the team that he normally helps warm up. So bringing a guy that's not a true professional from the emergency goalie category into a game, that's what I compare this to a PGA professional going against the best in the world in a major game championship. That's just a regular game. This is a major championship, so Michael Block still has the advantage. Quite a PGA championship, and now we get ready to head west to Los Angeles Country Club for the next playing of a major championship. It's our national championship, the United States Open. Coming up in a moment, you'll hear from a good friend of mine, Tim Firestone, the owner of Blackthorn. We'll talk about Michael Block and his great week. And a little bit more on the PGA next. This is the Golf Show presented by Michelob Ultra on your home of the Fighting Irish, Sports Radio 960 WSBT. We are back on the Golf Show presented by Michelob Ultra on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. My name is Darren Pritchett. Well, I had the chance to talk to a former co-host of this program, Tim Firestone, the owner of Blackthorn Golf Club in South Bend. You can learn more about his golf course at blackthorngolf.com. And I spent a little time talking with Tim about the results of the PGA Championship. And it's interesting, Brooks Kepka won the major, his third PGA Championship, his fifth major championship overall, but he was almost a secondary storyline from what we witnessed. Michael Block, the PGA professional from out in California, just taking the world by storm by finishing in a tie for 15th place at the PGA, making a hole-in-one on Sunday. Truly a Cinderella story. And Tim, with his background running a golf course, I know he appreciated the efforts that Michael Block put forth at the PGA Championship. So here was my conversation with the owner of Blackthorn Golf Club, Tim Firestone. 
and we all have so much respect for our PGA professionals at our golf courses. We become friends with them. They teach us the game of golf. Some of them flip burgers along the way. Others like our, our good friend, John Foster used to be, of course, at Warren. He would wipe off some golf carts from time to time. But that's part of being, you know, a PGA professional at a country club or a golf course. And I think a lot of people get confused. A PGA professional doesn't mean you go out and shoot 67. You are involved in running the business. So to see Michael Block over the weekend, Tim, finishing a tie for 15th as a PGA professional and knock it in the hole on the par 3 15th on Sunday just to make this even more of a fairy tale story. How do you put it into words what you witnessed those four days with a PGA professional finishing in the top 15 of a major? Well, I'm glad that you brought this up because as I was thinking about our call today and trying to explain to the listeners, I mean, I think you're right. I think the general... You know, golfers uh, think, well, yeah, he's a PGA pro. He's supposed to be good, right? Um, you know, that guy's working 40 or 50 hours a week giving lessons, right? Uh, Rory McIlroy doesn't have a job, right? His <laughs> job is to play golf. Um, and so there is such a difference between a PGA Tour player who plays for a living compared to your local PGA golf professional. And the achievement that he accomplished by the way he played, uh, it goes right up there with Jack winning at the Masters and some of Tiger's feats. I mean, that's how big of a deal it is for a PGA golf professional to be able to perform like that at, on that stage at that level for four days. I mean, that's the other thing. I mean, the, this guy's not playing tournament after tournament. I mean, he will be now. He got into the RBC and into Colonial. But that's not what he does for a living. And for him to stay focused and play that well is absolutely unbelievable. I think the up and down on 18 was better than the hole in one on 15. Unbelievable. Um, With that kind of pressure and what a great guy and personality and humbled. um, And he couldn't handle himself any better and represented PGA pros around the country. And uh, it was emotional, quite honestly, as a fellow PGA member to watch a guy like that, um, you know, uh, perform like that for us, uh, so to speak. So awesome stuff, fantastic, and loved every minute of it. Um, unfortunate for Brooks, maybe fortunate for Brooks that you know he didn't get all the the attention and the glory. <laughs> but here's a guy who should have won the Masters and then did win the PGA, um, and he's playing at the level he was playing at two or three years ago before his injuries. Um, so uh, great performance by Brooks. Um, got outshadowed by the PGA pro that was on the lesson tee in California yeah. most of his time. And one final thought really quick. We mentioned about Michael Block a moment ago, the PGA professional who had the great run at the PGA Championship. This is what I dreamed years ago. Our good friend John Foster, I wanted him to go play in the U.S. Senior Open because he could make history. And see, this was what we were looking for. This was the script, Tim, but we never could get him (laughs) to do it. So this could be all about John Foster now becoming a celebrity, I guess, worldwide. But instead, I guess Michael Block stole his thunder. Yeah, it's like making a movie and you want uh, Tom Hanks to play the lead, but you end up getting, you know some guy from the local theater. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I mean, that's, again, though, it's just so spectacular. 
uh, how he played. And it just, you know, like right now I'm starting to play a lot more golf than I have the last five or six years. I'm feeling good. really good about how I'm playing. Uh-oh. And then you think about how much better those guys are. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just incredible. Uh, and for him to compete, and he had the mentality. He said, I know I can play with these guys. I know I can play with them. I'm not intimidated. I know I can play with them, and he did. Yeah. All right, everybody at Blackthorn, hide your wallets. Tim's playing golf again. Look out. Look out. I'm going to need strokes, Tim. <laughs> hey, no problem. Anything to get you out here on the golf course. <laughs> there you go. I like it. Hey, let's remind our listeners where Blackthorn is, uh, the phone number to get tee times, the website, and also why don't you throw in, is there a website people can go to for the reserve at Blackthorn? So let's get all the socials and the phone numbers out there. That's great. So um, BlackthornGolf.com um, is our website. Once again, that was the owner of Blackthorn Golf Club, Tim Firestone. I'm Darren Pritchett, and the golf show presented by Michelob Ultra continues next on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. And that will wrap up this week's golf show presented by Michelob Ultra. I greatly appreciate you joining me here on Sports Radio 960 WSBT, streaming live at WSBTRadio.com and on our free WSBT radio app. We'll come back next week, and we will evaluate the play of our PGA professional Michael Block getting that exemption into the Colonial down in Fort Worth this week. So we'll talk about that and more next week on The Golf Show, presented by Michelob Ultra on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. This has been the Corona Premier Golf Show, presented by Corona Premier, locally distributed by United Beverage Company of South Bend. Also brought to you by Edward Jones, making sense of investing, and by Erskine Park Golf Course, Elbel Park Golf Course, and Studebaker Park Golf Course. Hear the Corona Premier Golf Show every Saturday morning at 8, or catch the podcast at WSBTRadio.com or on the WSBT Radio app. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 